In 2019, a crack commando duo was sent to prison by the FCC for a crime they did not commit. These men promptly escaped from a maximum security prison to the podcast underground. Today, still wanted by the government, they survive as fugitives. If you have a problem, if no other podcast can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can hire the devil and the gent. Killed her husband, whacked him. Can't convince me that it didn't happen. Fed him to tigers, they snacking. What's happening? Carol damn Baskin. That said, I am not Carol Baskin. I am the Jersey Devil. This is the Devil in the Gent Show. And because of the title, I am joined, as always, by the Princess Leia to my Darth Vader, <laughs> the Georgia Gentleman. Devil, it's good to see you. We are back live and in person for how long has it been? First of all, you bet your ass it's good to see me. <laughs> Second of all, it's been a while, my friend. Yeah. We're going on about six weeks. We're not looking At back. Least. We're going to try to look forward, right? Last time we talked about this coronavirus, mm-hmm. we, we're not going to spend too much time on that. We're just going to jump right to things that alleviate you in this pinball show we're going to do. Before we start things off, I do want to give a shout out to Coastal Virginia, Mid-Atlantic area, Long and Foster's, one of their top real estate producers, Jason Everett. Nice enough to be a sponsor for the show, so shout out to Long and Foster Real Estate, 757 area down there in Virginia, and Jason Everett, one of their top producers. Hey, Good now's day. a great time to buy a house, now low is, mortgage rates. Now is a great time to buy a house with that. High divorce rates, houses out there, yeah. High divorce rates. Good time to go. Well, we'll skip over that. Okay. <laughs> All right. Otherwise, we'll be in Carol Baskin territory. Yeah. You know, well, we talked about that, and we talked about that mess. That's how bad this corona thing was. We were... Resorted to talking about oh that God. freak show for and weeks. People are still talking about him. Yeah, I mean, it'll mean it's crazy. We need sports back so bad. We do, and, and we also need a great big like hypodermic needle injection to not just get rid of coronavirus, but get rid of some of the uh, stupid virus that's so contagious among our brethren out there, and certainly near all you millennials. Let's just start you could almost argue well. Stupid virus is definitely affecting the United States of America right now and probably everybody in the world to some extent. But yeah, Devil, you're right. There's a lot of stupid out there. Mm. We were, t- we're talking about the, or no more Carol Basket talk. We ban it. Okay. Remember, remember last ban I had to do? <laughs> it was, it was, it was the, uh, you remember? Oh, oh. It was Antonio Brown. Oh, we t- banned the right, use of his word mouth. Yeah. We're tired of it. <laughs> and we predicted it. But no more Tiger nonsense unless we're talking about Sparky Anderson or Justin Verlander when he was on the top. That's it. Or the Bengals. Speaking of the Bengals. <sighs> Why? Yeah. Why bother? You're right. No, <laughs> You're right. No, no. <laughs> should have stayed at LSU. Didn't have another year. Still should have stayed at should LSU. Should have figured it out. <laughs> medical school. Yeah. Good luck against the Steelers and the Ravens, sure. And the Browns, who knows? Yeah, good luck against all the – a lot of good defensive players. Good luck in, in getting football division. back. And I'm going to bring us back on track because we don't have football right now. We refuse to talk about something we don't have yet, but we're optimistic. Today is that, well, if you're a Star Wars enthusiast, otherwise known as a Star Wars nerd or geek, I love Star Wars, so I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm feeling it with them. I mean, I'm not dressing up in any no damn Boba Fett costume and walking around in one of those crazy movie theaters and things they do with those conferences, Comic-Con or whatever. 
I'm not that crazy. Now, now that's bad. Devil, I can see you wearing like an Obi Wan Kenobi, like a robe or something like that. Maybe I don't know. I could see you. I could see you having the Force. I guess. Well, I mean, let's start with this. If Obi Wan Kenobi were a real person, mm-hmm. he'd wish he were me. <laughs> you think so? Well, yeah, I think if Obi Wan was around, he'd wear a Jersey Devil costume to Comic Con with yes. some devil horns. Certainly, certainly. I got much props for that old man, but let's face it, I would take his ass out with a lightsaber just like Darth Vader did on the bridge too. Wait, let me ask you this. I think yeah. I already know the answer to this, but what color would your lightsaber be? I've never thought about that. Really? No. Can I can I hold off on that? I hate yeah. to jump and Yeah, hold off on it. If it comes to you later, let's bring it up, okay? I don't want to be premature with anything regarding my lightsaber. <laughs> Well played. If you will. <laughs> All right, so let, yeah, let that marinate a little bit. <laughs> yeah. We'll sit on that one for a second. That's what I want to hear. Yeah. So, Killing Time. Not, we're not going to talk about There's not many series. I started watching that Ozarks. Yeah. Which I'll just send it from what I've seen so far. I'm almost done with uh, first season. Worthwhile watch. Pretty dark. Don't you dare put that in the same category with Sopranos, which is what they did to get me watching it. Lucky I stayed for episode two. Once I made it past that, I was okay. But we're not talking Sopranos level here we're just saying it's a just a good solid series that jason babe does a good job and dark yes yeah yes yeah and you don't you don't want to want you don't want to binge watch three of those episodes no and then go to bed after a bottle of scotch let's put it that way might wind up never mind might not wake up yeah so no stay away from it it's 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 dark if you don't like dark but uh, yeah speak, speaking of tv we do have one sporting event. There was a deadlift record set. It was like all over my computer this morning. Oh, yeah. Some big dude. Did you ever see the Game of Thrones? Oh, I love the Game of Thrones. Game all of right. Thrones, yeah. Well, I can't speak of the Game of Thrones. Quite frankly, I have my own kingdom to run. I don't need to be watching Game of Thrones. So, But the mountain, the character, the mountain. Oh, yeah. And the Game of Thrones set the deadlift record today. This is live news. May the 4th. All right? 2020. So I'm looking for the number that... That he deadlifted, but it was something crazy. Like, how about this? 501 pound. No. Yeah. 501 kilometers, gent. Now. Kilograms. Oh, yeah, that's true. Kilometers is the distance, <laughs> right? Yeah. I'm sorry to everybody else out there that's not American, and we're the only people on the dumbass standard system that I'm confusing <laughs> kilometers and kilograms, but that's just the way it is. The ugly Americans. No, we're going to stay on this system. We've been saying for 30 freaking years we're going to abandon this system. We don't abandon it. There's my tirade of the day on the standard to metric work i got to do. So you're absolutely <laughs> right. My apologies. 501 kilograms. But more importantly, that converts to, everybody in Canada knows exactly what the hell I'm talking about right now. Like I said, it's in America. i got to convert it for them because it's always like, one is bigger, one's not bigger. We don't know. Yeah. 501, just put that into pounds. 1,104 and 52 hundredths pounds. That's a lot of weight to be picking up. The Mountain literally played a giant on the Game of, Thro- on Game of Thrones, too. So that's not surprising at all. But 1,100, how, how many pounds, Devil? 1,104 and some change. Wow, that's a lot of you so and I. Let's make it round. One thousand one hundred five pounds. That's like a Volkswagen. That's crazy. So you could go out and like, you could take the mountain with you, and you could go to people that you had like an axe to grind and something, trying to get some closure maybe to something. And you could have the mountain just flip their car over, <laughs> right? Actually, they wake yeah. up on the next day and their car's on the side. I mean, as long as it's not, that's like a Volkswagen. Mm-hmm. 
and he can dead whip. Huh. You know what? I, I, I'm just going to have to stand. And I'm all happy and pumped up that I'm walking four miles and doing a couple hundred push-ups every day. Yeah. Okay. Devil, how about you tell the people about that? You've been getting, no, getting well, in good shape. follow the mountain? I'm going to follow the mountain. I'm going to be that stupid dog. I think we need to not talk about my There's my only one mountain machine. in the world. Okay. All right. Yeah, no. In my bid to get healthy, and I'm saying this because, folks, I always relate to you. And I always think, what could I do to benefit help? And in this case, it's to preach what's worked. Physical fitness works. Yeah. You, so you're saying like in the morning you have a little bit more energy now once you're done working out? Or what are you, what are you saying? It's amazing. By before noon, I have it now. By noon, I am now up to walking four miles, and I do three hundred push-ups a day. That's awesome, Devil. And you started from scratch. I started. No, Pretty. I did not start from scratch. I was walking like a half mile, and I did five sets of five push-ups to twenty. <laughs> okay. And I thought I tore a pec muscle. Damn yeah. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. To your point. You got to stick with it. You got to do it every day. And yep. what else are you going to do to keep saying in these times? I mean, I looked at it every, I, I looked at every kind of lot in every prison movie I ever saw. What do they do when they go to jail? They work out. Work out, baby. Lift weights, walk the yard. That's it. So I don't have any weights here. I just started doing push-ups, started increasing them, and all of a sudden felt better. And then, yes, yeah, something magic happened. You'd think after doing all that stuff, you'd be laying on a couch and spent the rest of the day. But it does not work like that. Yeah, so you're having a little bit more energy, and I know you were telling me on the on the phone the other day that you just feel your emotional health, your mental health, even your spiritual health is is a lot better. Speaking of spiritual health, I know you wanted to give your your spirit guide a, a shout out, Devil. Yeah, my spirit guide has been fantabulous. I mean, just always there, giving me spot on advice and has helped me through. And the two are not separated though, the mental and the physical. Yeah, they're linked. Mm. They go together, unison. I mean, like... Like the devil in the jet? Yeah, you wish. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, like, Bonnie and Clyde, or Yin and Yang, or what are those units? Tupac and Biggie. Go with that. So anyway, back to them being tied together. Yes, my spiritual advisor has just given me a lot of good things. Much props. Spiritual advisor happens to be a very, well, less than formidable opponent in Scrabble land, I can tell you that. But spiritual things, spot on. Got it. So, moving on, we have next topic, Last Dance. Yeah, that's been fun. I've only watched, like, the first two episodes. I know you watch a little bit more than me, Devil, but it's awesome being, like, a, a pretty big basketball fan who really grew up in, like, the LeBron era, the Kobe era. Right. It's cool seeing a little bit more about Jordan um, that I might not have known. I think the timing is important. I know I was watching it, and what, what made it very interesting, yet sometimes emotional for me. Mm-hmm. Was that's I kept thinking about Kobe because he yeah. was the he, he grabbed that torch from yeah. Michael, you know, yeah. and that now you have we're giving Michael all these accolades, and Michael is not that old. It's not like it's Bill Russell who's got more white hair than eight nursing homes. I mean, no, I mean Jordan's not that old. Yeah, I was kind of he's thinking. Not, that, I mean, yeah. he's not even able to collect Social Security yet. He's not that old, and here the guy who predecessed him is not with us anymore. Yeah, in, in the Mamba. Yeah. Not not only that, but a guy, you see Jordan doing a lot of things post-NBA career, you know, with his shoes, obviously, but with the Bobcats, um, or the Charlotte Hornets now, excuse me, <laughs> the Bobcats. Yeah. But you saw Kobe, and he won an Oscar, man. It was like he was going to do a lot of pretty cool things after his basketball career, and it's a shame we don't get to see that. Yeah, how about being a father? You know, yeah. A lot, of, a lot of stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. And we as fans, it's like, yeah, we're getting robbed, but we're not getting paid. It's just, it still doesn't sit well with me. Me either, man. Yeah. I mean, there's very few replays I've watched on these replay sports. We already said that 
I don't know, maybe it's the ADD in me, but if I already know the damn outcome of something, why do I want to watch it? I can't watch it. Mm-hmm. Except for I did pause, and it was the first championship that Kobe and Shaq won together. Yeah. And they had the final game, and it was, I just stayed glued to that, and it hit me again with a wave. I mean, everything's been going on with the, in the world out there. There's been a nice distraction from that, but yeah, we've lost an icon there. Yeah. Kobe, well, so. all we can do is keep doing what we're doing, and that's to keep talking about him, to let his memory continue to live on, so... Yeah. I know you're a big Kobe fan, Devil, so. But what else did you like about the documentary? I mean, there's characters in it. Dennis Rodman, oh, he is a nut, man. He is probably the only person that can say that he's friends with Donald Trump and Kim Jong-un. The only person in this world, I think. <laughs> yeah, I think you're probably right. Yeah. You know what else? You know what he could say? He also could say he bought a couple fireball shots for the Jersey Devil at the pool bar of the Bellagio Hotel one summer in Las Vegas. Yeah, what do you mean by that? You were you you met Dennis Rodman? Yeah. No way. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. During the summertime, the NBA guys flood there for different yeah. reasons. Yeah, folks. And, by the way, this is what the devil does. He name drops people that he's met, like Steve Kerr and things like that, in casinos and random places all the time. And it's the most genuine thing I've ever heard. So, devil, continue. Tell us about Dennis Rodman. I don't know how to take that. You're not saying like I go. I think it's cool. Name dropping and stuff. I'm just bringing out encounters. If I don't want to name dropping in a good way, devil. Don't worry. All right. Okay. Well, I'll take that then. Anyway, so yeah, Dennis Rod. But I got to tell you, the story ends like this. Dennis Rodman was a weird dude. My personal experience. Very weird. Very charitable. Very nice. Good conversation. Okay. But anybody who he got up and left the bar before I did, and staggered away at. 1037 a.m. <laughs> so, and the waitresses who I just watched him tip a thousand dollars to say, Oh, thank God he left. If you're <laughs> tipping people a thousand dollars and they're still thanking God that you left, yeah, not everybody shares the cuddly Dennis Rodman sentiment. Put it that way. I had no issues with it. Buy, buy me fireball and let's roll. I'm good with you. That's worm. awesome. I'm with you, worm. So let me tell you a thing about rebound. No, I didn't do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he boxed my ass out right at that fountain. It was crazy, though, hearing about how he would watch so much film, like the spin on different players' balls. He, he knew, like, where to go. before. As soon as the ball was shot, he knew where to go, which is pretty crazy. Well, you just, uh, I got to uh, talk about it counter I mean, he talked about a couple of things you have in common. You both are experts in spin on balls. <laughs> yeah, I knew that I was coming. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, no, let's just rapid fire the personalities in that thing. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what else to do. So, because now we talk about Rodman, I loved the part with Isaiah Thomas. I didn't realize, oh, yeah. was that not? That was soap opera. That was nasty. It's still nasty. Yeah, Jordan hates him. I mean, that relationship is colder than a, you know, it's coming, folks. Colder than a tin toilet seat in Siberia in January. <laughs> that relationship is frigid. Like he left, Jordan was the reason he was not on the dream team. Probably one of the greatest point guards of all time was not on the Dream Team because of Michael Jordan. Isn't that crazy? No. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. No. <laughs> not really. Uh, they were still the Dream Team. He had a little bit of they pool. They still kicked everybody in the world's ass twice over, so I don't think they missed Isaiah too much. And yeah. But Isaiah, all these accomplishments. But you got to understand, Jordan was the guts of that team, as yeah. we saw, right? And he mm-hmm. was the heart and soul of that team. Whatever he said went. And they were going to keep it that way. They weren't going to change that up. You're talking about guys, NBA players, that are voluntarily not making any money to play for honor of country. But when you're doing something voluntarily, let's just say it's a lot easier to put up with an asshole at work than it is with in your social engagements. 
right? Right. They don't want to bother with him. Yeah. And I have a feeling it was it's not just Michael Jordan that can't stand Isaiah Thomas because to me, sorry Isaiah Thomas lovers out there, but to me, that guy seemed like about the most still arrogant, egotistical, bitter, jaded, and the guy won titles. Yeah, oh yeah. Well, he didn't win anything. Oh yeah, he had a great career. Won title for Indiana. Mm-hmm. I don't know how Coach Bob Knight put up with him for two years. That's crazy if I think about that too. Yeah, I bet they had a lot of shouting matches. So yeah, I mean, this, I don't know. I got. What did you think about Isaiah? I thought it. I, I didn't. I think that the difference between Isaiah and Jordan is they're both assholes. Jordan is just a charismatic asshole, and you gravitate towards things he say, says. I think. So that was kind of what I got out of it. Hmm. I was unaware that assholes could be classified as charismatic. Well, devil, you are. <laughs> Oh, nah. this is not right, man. It's all because I called you Princess Leia. You're coming back at me like <laughs> taking shots at me like I'm Patron. Yeah. No, come on, man. What do you think about Isaiah? I do not. I mean, we got to move off him. I don't like him. Next you don't guy. like him? No, Next guy. No, I don't. I don't like him. I don't like Isaiah Thomas. Now, Who else do you want to go with? Horace Grant. I didn't know about all that. The, the jealousy of Jordan taking away, no one getting the credit, the accolades. Mm-hmm. You you don't you don't look in that when that's happening when that Chicago dynasty is happening you didn't look at it that way you didn't think those guys would would uh, crave the limelight and, and be sorry they didn't get their ego stroked by the media when it comes to newspaper articles or interviews yeah but that was pretty much the case so it was interesting seeing that I didn't think it was a big deal and I guess it makes sense but. You don't get to see it when it's happening and then it's over and done and you don't hear about it unless somebody writes a book. <laughs> That again, I'd have to read one even if they wrote it. So that's kind of a two-step process. Or you get a documentary like this that exploits it. But that was to wrap up the, you know, my take on on how I felt about the entire series. Last Dance was was that it was about the personalities involved. Yeah. For know? for me, I think it made me appreciate the NBA and how much it's changed a little bit more than I might have. I think so. Wait, I, I appreciate the NBA for how it's changed, or. Wish it were sort of. Like I, the old I think days. it's more about appreciating the changes because obviously there's been some uh, changes. It's less physical, and I know you're uh, you're old school. You like the physical game, but it is cool seeing guys up. drain a lot of threes. Point of order. <laughs> I am not old school. That is just another dumb cliche, stupid ass statement that can die. Old school. Old school, by the way, is usually synonymous with the right school. Okay, <laughs> that's usually what happens. I would prefer myself to be considered. Nostalgic. Okay, yeah. All right? Yeah. So I have this desire for the game of basketball to be played as it was when I was hooked on it and watching it. <laughs> Sounds pretty old school. <laughs> Damn! <laughs> All right, Jim. I'm just messing with you, Devil. I'm just messing with you. I can, I can totally see that. It just felt like it was more competitive. Nowadays, guys are definitely a little bit more buddy-buddy than they ever have been, right? Buddy-buddy? Walking around a bunch of mamby pambies, shaking hands, thinking everything was great, and they're not competing. They flip flop teams, play for this team's greatest player in the NBA the last 15 years, LeBron. He's played for six different teams already. So I mean, come on, it's it's just not the same. The rivalries, your personality is not happening. But the physicality of the game, I take issue with. The game to me has become a three point shooting contest, and what kind of gimmick defense you can play. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not basketball. You had to be able to attack the rack first, be a shoot a second. Nowadays, you get shots off easily. Yeah. Back then, no way. Well, Devil, that's why I think you like Nick Nurse so much in the Raptors. Because they played a physical type of basketball, defensive-minded, very team-oriented, with the star around Kawhi Leonard. 
Very good point. And Nurse you, Gamer got him, went up to the rankings. That guy yeah. coached every level possible. It's pretty cool. Started out coaching eight rows <laughs> in a rec league, I think, and wound up taking everything <laughs> in between an NBA. Oh, dream story. Congratulations to you, Coach Nurse. Um, envious as hell. Good job. Well, Devil, what else? What else you got for us to talk about? Talk about. Well, let's see. Checking to see what condition that my condition is in. And that being said, May the 4th, we've got a request. Star Wars characters. Favorite ones, least favorite ones. Lovable and hated. Who's your favorite Star Wars character, Jeff? What do you think? I don't know, Devil. I always like the uh, the bad guys. I really like Darth Maul for some reason. I think I liked him because his lightsaber was cool. You have got to be kidding me. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm going to show you because I, I jotted down so I'd have notes. I said... Look at my worst characters ever. Is Darth Maul on there? <laughs> we got Jar Jar Binks and we got Darth Maul. Maul, there he is, yep. <laughs> right there. Written down. That's funny. I think I just liked his lightsaber. That's what I remember as a kid. You got a fascination today with lightsabers and spinning balls. <laughs> this is a phallic, phallic route you're headed down. You okay, okay, devil. Bring well, this thing back. You had Jar Jar Binks, too. Why do you hate Jar Jar Binks so much, aside from him looking like a dog or a cat? What is he? I don't even do know. Do you even need to say it? I mean, come on. <laughs> Holy cannoli up my ass. No, it's terrible. That that guy, why? All right, hey, let's, let's just pull this walking, half-retarded... Uh, Pluto mixed with half mutt Dalmatian and then give him a Jamaican accent and long floppy <laughs> ears and throw that around with Boba Fett and Darth Maul. I thought that would be a good idea. He's out of his league. <laughs> I like that devil. Charger belongs to some puppeteer anyway. That was so bad. But I, the Darth Maul, you said why you liked him. Yeah. I have to say the lightsaber, he had that four-pronged red one that was crazy, right? Yeah. Keep in mind, I was seven when, that, when his movie came out. Gotcha. So, but you can watch it again. It's on all the time. Come on, don't give me that. Watch old movies. For God's sake, I watched uh, Casablanca not too long ago. That's like 1930, okay? Wow, so, there you go. Yeah, classic. Renaissance man. You didn't know that, did you, gent? I did know you were a Renaissance man. A little man. bit, maybe. A little bit. All <laughs> right, so, why he was my worst character then. Yes. Thinking with Darth Maul. He was my worst character because he didn't speak. He was like Silent Bob. Okay, he was like Groucho Marx or one of those people in the silent, untalky things of the 20s before they talked. He said nothing, remember? Yeah. It was weird. I, it was really weird. It made me uncomfortable. And I'm thinking, come <laughs> on. You got Darth Vader who comes up with all these kick-ass cool lines. And even he breathes cool. Everything about Darth Vader is cool. And then you got Preston and Set. That's what a Stith Lord should be, baby. Give me Silent Bob. Darth Maul doesn't talk. He's going to run around like he's a mute. Selective mutism or whatever his disorder is with his four-pronged lightsaber you like so much. That's a fair point. All right. Well, yeah. I'm not trying to argue it. He's one of your favorites. Character probably could have been done better. Yeah. So, well, who's one of your, who are your favorites? Boba Fett. Okay. Son Jango Fett. Lando Calrissian. Mace Windu. And, of course... I am your father, Jen. Vader. Yeah. Gotta put Vader. Yeah. Oh, now, Vader don't overthink too. it. Yeah. If you do that, you're overthinking it. Yeah. End of story. It's like, he's classic bad guy. He's the Babe Ruth of Star Wars. One the baseball Babe player, you say Babe Ruth. One Star Wars character, you go in Darth Vader. Yep. Yeah. Case closed. So, yeah. Good point. That was a nice list, though, Devil. You must be a pretty big fan. Yeah. 
probably more than I probably more than I thought I would be. But one of those things again, I just kept up with it through the years. Then it restarted. It was like nostalgia. That word nostalgic again. Yeah. You know, because there was such a gap in between. So then when I was older and I came back after the ten year absence, it was like, all right, I'll get back into this. Yeah. Like I said, I'm not wielding any lightsabers. But to answer your question, the color of my lightsaber. Oh. We're not going to make it singular. Okay. There's going to be two colors. I like my this. My lightsaber. It's going to be green, and it's going to be black. Okay. Don't ask me why. You have no idea why? No. That's Those okay. Two colors just jumped into my head. I, hey, I, yeah, I know why. I was expecting I listen- red just because it's the obvious, you know? Mm. You know what? I want two lightsabers. Okay. I want one red one. Yeah. <laughs> 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 QL DeBarge. Yeah, I want one red one. And I want my green and black one, too. Okay, that's so, fair. yeah, yeah, We're going to go with those. All right. <laughs> Folks, we are really getting off the rails. The only reason I did that, I guess I listened to one of the eight voices in my head. Gent, now, I'm probably going to need to go back there and, well, I got to start talking to the monsters underneath my bed. It's that time of day to do that. So that'll be check two. But everybody out there going through this lockdown time, there is light at the end of the tunnel starting to be there. Keep doing what you're doing. Don't be a bunch of jabronis and running around spreading this stuff like crazy. Stay in. Stay tight. Use common sense. Let's ease back into this thing. We want summer back. Yep. That's what I'm saying. We want a sports back. A little bit of sacrifice now. We need the summer back because summer means sports will start coming back. So let's do what we got to do now. I know it's, uh, what do they call that? When you put something off that you're really going to like? Procrastinating. No, you dumbass. It's delayed gratification. Okay. (laughs) I was was so sure about that. (laughs) He just came to the mic with that. I almost let it go because he was so certain. (laughs) He felt bad for him. See, look on his face right now. He's laughing on the outside, but I know inside he's crying. And speaking of crying, if you got to, cry. (laughs) That's how I'm closing this thing out. If you got to cry and you got to grieve, you cry, you grieve, you get past it. Because if you don't get through the bad stuff, like everything else in life, you can't get through the bad stuff, you're never going to get the good stuff. So let's not live in the land of mediocre stuff. Grieve if you need to. Cry if you must. Shedding tears frees the soul. I'm the Jersey Devil. He's the Georgia Gent. This is the Devil and the Gent Show. We're out. I'm going to throw it, man. <clears throat> yeah, whenever you're ready. Okay. <coughs> okay. All right, here we go. Get that Corona cough. That's what I really want. You cough on my banana. All right. <laughs> no, this banana, bitch. All right. Like, what <laughs> are you talking about? Again, real life is better than the show. It's, all right. You need to hang with me more when the mic's off. Here we go.